0: Hello, this is the Four Dudes in a Dorm podcast. I am Will Rosen.
1: I'm Sean Mingle. I'm Pat Orling. And I'm Jack
2: Robinson.
0: In our topic today, we will be discussing the How I Built This with Guy Raz Airbnb edition with Joe Gebbia. So do any of you guys want to start off with any points um, or things you found interesting? I think Sean is
2: going to take his way today. <laughs>
3: Uh, you know what that caught me off guard, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stay strong here. So, what I really noticed with uh, Joe Gebbia is that startups it doesn't always have to be what you thought you were gonna be doing. He was working in a um, he was designing covers for books for at least three years before he decided to get together with some buddies and start working on Air Bed and Breakfast. Which um, he got that idea because there were different design uh, programs that were coming to town and they didn't have rooms, hotels to book people in. So he was like, hey,
2: I got air mattresses and you need somewhere to stay and let's build a company around this. That's one of the key points to starting a business. You got to identify a problem and be able to solve it with a good solution.
1: Insightful, Jack. Well, also, I'd like to point out that it didn't just happen, didn't first start with that convention. Um, It started with a random guy who showed up to a yard sale that he was having one day and The he took the guy out to dinner, bought him a couple drinks, and then asked him where he was staying. And the guy responded saying, "Well, I don't really have anywhere to stay." So he offered him a air mattress in his living room, and so that's kind of where the whole idea kind of started with that one night. I mean, obviously at the time he didn't think it was gonna become this huge venture, but that's ultimately where it all began.
0: Yeah, and when they developed their idea, what I found really interesting was. Now the company is worth billions and billions of dollars, but the first two years of it were an utter failure.
2: They couldn't find a single investor yeah. at first, yeah. When they contacted 20, and then yeah,
0: 10 replied to emails, five got coffee, and zero invested.
2: So
3: they were literally maxing out credit cards trying to keep their business afloat and it's crazy to think that now the business is worth like 31 billion dollars and is now turning a profit it yeah. just goes to show that work ethic can get you anywhere
0: yeah and just a, a main takeaway is that a lot of these a lot of these companies and ideas there's a lot of failure involved people don't just think of a company right away and even if it's a good idea it's not always just going to work and you're not going to make money immediately a lot a lot of it is more of like kind of the grind and like Showing that you're and just, yeah, grinding, 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 having a great work ethic and and showing that you're dedicated to, like, what you want to
3: do. Just about anybody can have a great idea, but it's all about the work that you put into it and trying to find solutions to get around, you know, problems that they were having, which is investing. They didn't have money for the longest time, and so they funded it by creating their own cereal brand surrounding the 2008 election, Obama's
1: and Captain McCain's. And that's also when yeah.
2: they like saw an opportunity with the uh, DNC coming up. They saw that when there were about one hundred thousand people that wanted to attend the event, and only about thirty thousand spots to stay, so they saw like that like demand, and they were able to like meet it with some of their like ideas for the housing.
1: Um, then, ultimately, the Obamas and Captain McCain's ended up leading to them getting a um inter or getting an interview with y Combinator and
0: yeah but they but they knew they knew a guy who got them the interview, yes but
1: yeah. ultimately getting they had the interview, but then ultimately getting the like spot with the company um was because was not because of their business idea it was because of um they thought the business idea was crazy at first. The people that they were pitching to because yeah.
3: they didn't have a market yet, or they weren't able to identify their they, market. Yeah, they yeah, couldn't yeah, identify the market. It, it, weird. Weird. it was a strange and, concept. And with the to, cereal, with the cereal, they were able to demonstrate that they had grit, and that's determination, what been, determination. Yeah. That's that's really showed the um, their interviewer that they were the real deal. Got them in in the door.
2: And then they were going against a lot of like social norms because everybody's raised knowing that like strangers are dangerous, like stranger danger. And the entire idea goes against, like, random people staying in your house.
0: Yeah. So So also when – for entrepreneurs, I feel like a lot of ideas comes from risk. You have to take risks. You can't really – I mean, you have to think about how people are going to perceive you. Like, that always matters. But a lot of it, you shouldn't really care. Because for this instance, they just came up with this idea. They thought it was a good idea – they knew that they under they understood that people were going to think it's weird, like when he had the guy stay over from the um, from the yard sale, he was like, "This is really weird that yeah, stranger he, yeah he could be a psychopath yeah, he could be a room. psychopath but you but you have to be able to take risks and go against norms, and
3: I mean it could fail, but there's also a chance like it could succeed Like to, to make succeed. billions of dollars, you have to risk." You know, getting brutally murdered in, in the in the trial run. You yeah. just got to do it sometimes. And also
0: make zero money because these guys made absolutely nothing the first, what he said, like the first two years, like they, yeah. they they sucked.
3: And then it was nothing but $200 in fees for the longest time. And then when they went down, he actually had photography experience, and he they had a lot of their market in New York. So he went into New York with his camera, and he started taking photos because... The, the photos on the website were just trash and that was just a real turn off for potential customers and so he took professional photos and that was able to generate twice as much revenue um, and he sat down with the people that were, you know, renting out their homes, giving people a space to live in and he found that getting that feedback really improved the user interface and that was the real issue and then it all really took off yeah. from there.
1: They realized that there was a gap in their website and it, made, it was... Making it harder for communication between their customers who were um, putting their um, their houses up on the market and the people that were trying to uh, stay there for the weekend, and once once they fixed this, obviously their numbers went up, like doubled in less than a week, and. Um,
0: Which is crazy, like less than a week for your numbers to double. exactly.
1: Especially since they'd been flatlining for so long. Yeah, and once
0: once they picked up just like a little bit of momentum, it was interesting how they weren't going to investors. Like he said, investors were coming to them.
2: Yeah. But like the main key turning point, which you guys kind of touched on, Sean and Pat, was they were in the Silicon Valley mindset, and they sat down with one investor, and they realized they needed to be in New York where their client base was, They needed to, like, step up, like, the client, like, interaction with their site and, like, reviews and, like, taking all the photographs. Yeah. They had to completely change their mindset. I think we can all
1: agree that them moving to New York was a very pivotal point for the company. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And a lot of of these, like, a lot of the paths they took to success – it's interesting how it's like a lot of struggle, and it's a lot of big decisions, kind of within one, and you have to really accept that things aren't going to go well. Yeah,
3: they really they they hit on the point that a lot of startups really die in the point where you know you have a viable product, but you don't have the funding, and so you start to lose faith in that product, and it just dies, the company, the idea, and you move on with the the debt you've incurred and just disappointment. So. They were able to persevere and show that, you know, they may, not, they may not have funding in the beginning, but just going ahead and finding any way possible by using the cereal, by getting into the program, that you can go ahead and make a great business venture out of a seemingly impossible idea. Yeah,
0: I, I mean, when it comes to main takeaways, that's, for me, that's
2: like what I would agree with and say. Thank you for listening. This has been Four Dudes in a Dorm, the podcast. Please like and subscribe and watch us next week.
3: We love you.